Yo, what's up everybody? This your boy Isaac. And this is your boy Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And you know what you guys? We have come to the end of the tennis season for 2019. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bryce, what you mean thank you, man? I'm sad. I am sad, man. Man, 2020 <laughs> is going to be a full year Ooh. on the tennis calendar not Ooh. only for the players but for us quietly I mean, right we're going to like what five six tournaments five, next six. year well and you've got even more on the docket because you're trying to get to the grand slam yeah my it's, man. it's gonna be a full year so we can go ahead and wrap up 2019 <laughs> so a brother can get some rest right <laughs> man i i tell you what it is kind of crazy because as we were wrapping up the you know the atp finals and i was like oh man I don't get tennis for a few weeks. But that's the one thing about tennis. And I guess right. for a fan, that's what's awesome is the the off season isn't really long whatsoever. No. So it's kind of like you really don't get a chance to miss it, which is the reason why I love football so much is because football, they get that off season. Right. You get to start, you know, itching for it. And then the next thing you know, preseason does start. And you're <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. There's no real break, and, mm-hmm. and even with the players, when you think they're on break, they're out there making big they're bucks, making playing, them coins. yeah, playing right? exhibitions right? and doing special appearances mm. and all that. So exactly, it's a, it's a grueling tour uh, yeah. Yeah. to be on, but uh, you know, you gotta love it. Yeah, we can go ahead and close out 19. <laughs> I'm all right with that, and that is what we are doing. So. So, folks, hopefully you all enjoyed the tennis season for 2019, and, and hopefully you were listening to us a little bit, and hopefully we provided a little bit of uh, information and hopefully some laughs for you. And we're just going to be bringing a whole bunch more in 2020. Yes. Yeah, man. So, with that, let's do a recap of what's happened over the last couple weeks here. So, just really quickly, we had the next-gen finals. Yes. You know, I mean, some good stuff. Our young talent, they was battling it out. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, Bryce, I was shocked at the person who actually won that event. Because, I mean, you and I were talking about it. We thought Demonar was going to just go in and do his thing because he mm-hmm. ended up being runner-up last year to Tsitsipas. Right. He made it back to the final. He did. And I tell you what, that dude center, whoo, 18 years old, he was like, listen, Alex, <laughs> this just ain't for you. This not your time. This my time. It's me. Right. Dude, he got up in there. And I have to say, I was impressed. He played a very aggressive style of tennis. Mm-hmm. And literally, he was pushing Demonar around, and which is a hard thing to do because right. Demonar is Mr. Defense. He runs around, he gets balls back, he can play aggressively at times and, mm-hmm. and just really surprise you from that. But he he just had nothing. Center was just like, nah, son. I got this power for you. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think his style of play is sustainable? Uh, no, no. And, and it's funny that you mentioned that because even, I think it was Paul Anacone was talking about, he wonders how he will do when there are elements. Because mm-hmm. remember, this was indoors. Right. So this is very consistent environment, no wind, no distraction, da-da-da. Right. When you get the elements that come into play, that's really when it begins to, you know, you, you, you determine where how good you are. Right. So I think because of that, there were definitely, I think he will struggle a bit. But I tell you what, that tournament, though, he was... <laughs> 
he was like, anybody scared of y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he did the damn thing. I was truly impressed. And I honestly feel like he's definitely going to be one of those future stars. So, okay. 18 years old, man. So, yeah. Somebody to definitely keep your eye on. That's right. Somebody to look for. So, that was the next gen, man. Next gen. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the people that are already in the gen. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and next, we had the Fed Cup final. Yes. And yes. we had on the women's side, and, and for, you know, once again, we never know what the level of tennis intelligence we have in terms of our listeners. Yeah. But the Fed Cup is the women's version of the men's Davis Cup. That's right. And both of those are team tournaments based upon your country. That's right. So there's usually a couple of singles players, there's a doubles pairing, and at the end of the year, you have a country mm-hmm. that has won. Yes. So in the finals for the women, we had... France hmm? versus Australia. That's right. And I must say, going into the Fed Cup Finals, mm-hmm. I thought Australia had the edge. I did as Because well. they had Ash Barty, who was the number one singles and, and doubles, doubles player yes. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a little somebody from France <laughs> named Kiki <laughs> who wanted to know if you loved her. <laughs> Right? Right? <laughs> because... Shoot. Kiki was like, you know what? Listen, Sasha. <laughs> Am I scared of you? You go on, get go on, go back to wherever you want. You you can leave me. That's fine. I'm going to still do me. And let me Boy. tell you what. Her doing her meant, in, in this format, she played three matches. She played two singles matches, and she played one doubles match. And she won all three. Yes, and that did. gave her country a three to two victory over Australia. Man, Kiki was like, look, y'all gonna give me some love. <laughs> Listen, she was like, and, and my boyfriend, Dominique Team, is trying to step out and do some things yep. too over the, at the ATP finals. Right. Oh, I need to represent. Right. And she got out there and she straight out clowned. She won her first match. She got up on Ash Barty and was like, I'm not scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you are number one in the world. Double six, it don't matter. We play a fan cup right now. Right. This, this, hey, this is mano y mano. Right. So she got out there and she, she man, she played a, a fantastic match uh-huh. and, and took it. And, I mean, that in itself is surprising. But then she gets up in the doubles and she's like, hey, anybody scared of you? <laughs> I play doubles too. Right. I was invited to the year-end championships yep. for the women. I was up in there. Right. And, in fact, didn't they win? Yep. <laughs> she, she won the year-end championship. Because, remember, you. she was ranked but number Bobo, one in doubles, doubles earlier in the year. That's right? exactly right. So, she was like, ask probably anybody scared of you. <laughs> she was like, uh, my, my, hey, I got some things I can rely on too. <laughs> right. Come on now. Shoot. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You could have named her Kiki Clark, talking about, I declare victory. I declare victory. What? What? Come on now. Man. Dude. Oh. That was incredible. For but do you know what? To pull that out. But Man. I'm happy for it because it yeah. was clear that in the news, she was taken by surprise when Sasha left. She did. Right. She did. And there may be, a, you know, she may have been in her feelings a little bit about right. that. Right. And, um... So for her to win the doubles year in mm-hmm. championship and to come out and to lead her team in winning yes. uh, the Fed Cup, uh, I'm really happy for her. I am. I am as well. I think that honestly, Kiki has, in my opinion, underperformed. Yes, I over agree. these last few years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's been going on. 
but she to me has definitely not been living up to her potential right. and to me this is her potential right being able to to win matches and 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 really step up in the right moments this is more Kiki Blagojevich. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, kudos to her, man. That right. was awesome. That was awesome. So, congratulations, France. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to meeting you uh, next year. That's right. Uh, for the French Open. That's right. Uh, but that was good, good work. So, yes, sir. as we transition from the Fed Cup Finals, mm-hmm. we had the men's ATP year-end final. Yes. And, and, and Isaac, all I'm going to say is I'm going to subtitle this tournament. Hmm. The changing of the guard. The changing of the guard. Yes, sir. There was there was just so many things that occurred at the finals, man. I mean, the young guns were just like, you know what? We ain't scared of you, and we we trying to bring we trying to bring our A games, and and that's exactly what they did. I mean, it, it was just really really incredible tennis that was played all right. week. It was awesome. I'm telling you. Although, and we'll go ahead and, and, you know, we'll jump to, you know, in the finals, we know yeah. that Susie Paz uh, mm-hmm. beat uh, Dominique Team. Yes. But there are a couple of impressive things in there for me. Uh, yep. Number one, we just finished talking about the Next Gen Tournament. Mm-hmm. And Susie Paz won the Next Gen Tournament last year. You know, 12 months later, yes. he's winning the year-end championship. The big boy, t- I, right. big boy title. I don't think anybody saw that happening. I don't think we're going to see Center do that. No. no. uh, Next year. (laughs) No, no, I know. But what a year for him. I mean, Stefanos has had such an incredible year. I mean, he has been playing some of the best tennis. And I mean, you know, we kind of clowned on him a little bit because he was sticking his chest out there and got all got all within himself, talking about they need the big three needs to be looking for me. And of course, Djokovic heard that and then put the smackdown on him. And Roger heard that and put the smackdown on him. But <laughs> And Rafa heard that. Well, Rafa heard it, but I tell you what, Rafa did get the win. He did. He did get the win. Yeah. But I tell you what. He scratched that win. He scratched out that win he because did. unlike Djokovic and, and Federer that just literally put them fangs on him and right. was like, you need to get fed. Right. Nadal had a lot of problems with CeCe Pass. I honestly think that that match is what gave CeCe Pass the confidence mm-hmm. to make it through this tournament and to take that title. I, I don't doubt that uh, because he felt like he should have won that match. Mm-hmm. And... Once and again, he should have, yeah. to be very honest with you. But I'm still going to go back and say, Nadal, in the heat of that battle, thought, yeah. oh, no, you ain't going to say somebody <laughs> looking over their shoulder. <laughs> Take the cell with you. Right. Take right. the cell with you. And, and he did. But I tell you, like I said, Bryce, he got he took confidence out of that. Because mm-hmm. when he played Federer again, uh-huh. whoo. Well, and, and let's be clear. Right. Federer did not do what Federer needed to do. Federer did this classic Federer thing, which is he can't convert break points. Mm-hmm. He was literally like one in twelve as it relates <sighs> to break points. He had him old, you know, love forty on on a couple of his service service games, right. and just CC Pass just again Federer just couldn't close that couldn't close it out. And we've seen that from him in the past. And to me, he mo- he really should have won that match against CC Pass. Just couldn't, just couldn't convert breakpoints. Yeah, and I was nervous for Federer in that that semifinal match because after he put the smack down on Djokovic, on Djokovic yep. Um, yep. which he needed to do, exercising them demons. Yep, and yep. I don't care how much Federer say, oh, you know, I would pass up. <laughs> you may have been passing, but nobody else was. Exactly, right? just don't lie. So, <laughs> so yeah. you know, since 
he performed so well in that match against Djokovic, yeah. I was really afraid for him in the next match. So I was yeah. like, yeah. he may have peaked. A little too too soon. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you know what? And I don't know. I think he needed to get that victory on Djokovic. I think so as well because I think this will, this will, in my opinion, help him mentally going into the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Because literally, if, if he finished out the season, again, having lost Wimbledon, you know, mm-hmm. it, that hurts. And right. and like you said, don't care what he says. We know it hurts. Right. So by him being able to at least get a little bit of revenge, mm-hmm. it feels to me like it allows him to set himself up to do some things and be able to put that behind him going into the 2020 right. season. Right. And I'm sure he had to feel a little good that even though he lost in the semifinals, mm-hmm. he was the only one from the big three to even that make it the semifinals. Exactly. Right? So um, he probably took a little bit, you know, from that. Yeah. But I want to also give some love mm-hmm. to Dominic Team. Oh, we must. Because we must. one thing, to me, he reminds me a bit of Nadal in this aspect. Mm-hmm. If you remember when Nadal first came out, he was really kind of, Listed as just being a really good clay, clay quarter, quarter right? Yeah, yep. And then mm-hmm. he started to show, like, look, I can play on all surfaces. Oh, yeah. And that's what we've been seeing from Team. Definitely. Right? Team is no, I, you know, at first I was just like, oh, okay, you know, he's a beast on clay, but I don't know if he can really compete at that level mm-hmm. on the other surfaces. Right. But, shoot, having won Indian Wells, some other key non-clay tournaments, mm-hmm. and... And here, making it to the finals of the year end, where, let's not forget, he put the beat down on Federer, Federer and, and Djokovic, Djokovic. Right? Thank you. Exactly. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. And, and Bryce, to be clear, he could have easily won this tournament. Mm-hmm. He, it was literally a third set tiebreaker that right. they went to, and I think it was like 7-5. So it was only right. a couple of points that separated him and CeCe mm-hmm. So honestly, we could very easily be saying Dominique Team as the year-ending ch- champion right. of this tournament. Absolutely. And I, and I want to give props to someone else, too, and, and that's to Sasha Zverev. Mm-hmm. Now, listeners, you have heard me all year. <laughs> Really, right. because I recognize the talent, yes, right? And, yes. and you talk about Kiki not living up to her potential. Oh, yeah. Sasha. He, he did not this year. Look, if Lindell had to walk away from you, yeah. then you know that there was something not right there. So right. Uh, it looks like he was finally rounding into form here at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, like I said, title this tournament The Changing of the Guard because this really felt like the big three were Zara, mm-hmm. Team, team, and, and uh, CC5. Mm-hmm. Now, I will, you know, one person we're not talking about in all this is Daniil Medvedev, Medvedev. Yep. who I'm giving him a pass. I, because I, me too. Medvedev played a lot, a lot of, of tennis this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough making it to the finals of every tournament exactly. and, and all of that. So. Um, I think he probably, and I know all the players are tired, but oh, yeah. I think he was probably a little more tired oh, than yeah. everyone else, yeah. um, just based upon the amount that he had played. But do not sleep on him <laughs> going into next year, Agreed. right? Because all of those players we just mentioned, he can beat. Absolutely. And have. <laughs> and he has. I mean, he literally has. I cannot agree with you more, Bryce. I think Medvedev is just, like I said, I think he just slowed down a little bit because mm-hmm. it's coming to the end of the year. He's going to take his off season. He's going to fine-tune some things. And right. I honestly believe he will be one of the main contenders for the Australian Open. I really believe that. Right. That top seven, yeah. I think, is solid. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it gets a little more wishy-washy past her. Bertini, yeah. I think, still has some more seasoning, yes. you know, to do. Uh, Monfils, you just you never, never know. know. You never with know. We love you, Monfils, but you just never know. Right. Both RBA mm-hmm. and uh, Gofan. Go. I mean, you know, yeah. they'll have good weeks. Yes. But I just don't know that they have any weapons to really hurt. Mm-hmm. Those top guys mm-hmm. on a con- on a consistent level. If those top guys are off their yeah. game, yeah, yeah, they can be beat. But uh, I, I I just don't know that they are going to be able to consistently compete at that level with them. I do not disagree. Yeah, I I I don't know who's going to make up that eighth slot, but I do believe that the seven that you see mm-hmm. likely will be the seven that will get back to the year ending championships next year. And I'm gonna tell you somebody. That might sneak up in there mm-hmm. and and reclaim they spot. Right, I could see number eight being Barvinka. You know, I agree with you because he has played some really good tennis rounding out this mm-hmm. year. Like I said, we saw him play and he he's he's looking real good. So right. I agree with you. I think he might be trying to get 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 back his spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. And clearly, apparently, Marsha hopes so too. For <laughs> right? those of you who listen to our special episode with Marsha Douglas, yeah, Marsha, we talking about yes, you. Yes, we are. Come on, now. <laughs> we know you got that love for Bavrinka. He easily on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. <laughs> she gonna get me for clowning. You on. know she is, right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. congratulations to Cece Pass. You know, yes. I'm very proud of him. You know, because you know, with Cece Pass, you know, sometimes you get the feeling that. You know, his cornbread ain't always done in the middle. <laughs> you know. All right. But, but, but he held it together. He held it together here, though. He was like, yes, my cornbread is what's baked. It is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> you know you crazy, <laughs> So. Oh, man. Now, this yeah. week. Yes. Um. You know, so anyway, before we talk about this week, yeah, so yeah, yeah. now we've had the year-end championships on both the men the and men. the women's side. Yeah. We've had the Fed Cup completion yep. on the women's side. Yep. Uh, we really only have one thing left before it's truly, truly the end of the season, mm-hmm. and that is the Davis Cup. That's right. And there's a new format mm-hmm. this year, top 18 teams. Um, we really, it's kind of hard to talk about it because we haven't seen it yet. Right. Um, but we know um, that... Pretty much most of the top players minus Federer. Yeah, pretty are, much are, are playing. playing. Yeah. And and I just want to go out and say I applaud Federer for not playing. Yeah. He is the oldest of the bunch. He absolutely has to make sure he doesn't overdo it going into an Olympic, Olympic year. year exactly. uh, so yeah, this little Davis he's got a Davis Cup title. This thing he's is good. not gonna do anything for his career exactly. really. So yeah, uh, good. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. But um but when we come back next season, mm-hmm. uh, we will talk about the Davis Cup and yeah. our thoughts on this new format and if we mm-hmm. think it's sustainable and if we think it was good and entertaining and we encourage all of you to watch. Yeah, most definitely, folks. Go out and watch it this week. It'll be happening, uh, basically, I think it starts, what, tomorrow and mm-hmm. goes through the 24th. So, yeah, yeah, go, go and watch you some Davis Cup matches and cheer for, you know, cheer for the USA. But right. course, <laughs> wherever you're listening from, cheer for your country and whoever. Right. And yeah, just enjoy the tennis, man, because we're like I said, rounding out the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, our hot topic for today is I kind of want to go back to the ATP year end tournament. Yeah. yeah. And as we've been talking, you know, kind of the changing of the guards. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe, and Isaac, you and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. that you know, in twenty twenty, 
those other new four players in the top seven, mm-hmm. the the Medvedev, the Zarev, the Tsitsipas, uh, and the Dominic Team. We really do believe that next year, one of them, at least one of them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But one of them is going to break through and win their first major. Believe so. Now, listeners, Isaac and I have not shared our thoughts on this. <laughs> so, Isaac, I invite you to go first to tell me who do you think is going to be that person out of those four and why? Okay. So, of those four people, the one that I honestly feel is going to break through and 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 or will hopefully break through and win a Grand Slam, I believe it's going to be Dominique Team. Okay. And here's my reason why. Like you said earlier in the episode, Dominique Team was initially known as just a clay quarter. Mm-hmm. And honestly, over these over these, I don't even know if it, we can even say twelve months. I feel no. like it's even been shorter. Yeah, yeah. He has absolutely transformed his game. Yeah. He has he he has won big titles on hard court. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he very well could have won this year ending championship. He was within points of winning right. it. So for me, Dominique has definitely shored up his game on different surfaces. Now grass, of course, we don't know yet. I still right. think he's got a little bit of of work to do to really try and compete at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. But to me, all of the other uh, uh, surfaces, right. I feel like he is going to be able to compete. And I think that mentally, he's gotten himself to a point where he's beating the the big three mm-hmm. on a, I won't say a regular basis, but again, in this, ty- in this tournament, he got up on Federer, he got up on Djokovic. Yeah. I mean, he's had some really solid victories this year. So his confidence in my eyes right. is really high. Right. So I feel like of all four, my vote would go to team being the one to actually break through and to snatch a grand slam from one of the big three. Okay. <laughs> and, and you know what? I agree with you wholeheartedly uh, in terms of your justification. Yeah. And, and, and one of the really cool things about these four players mm-hmm. is that um, – they're all very likable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I find myself rooting for all of them. You know, Sasha, there's been a little frustration for me because he hasn't quite lived up uh, to his potential. But Medvedev, yeah. Team, Cesar Pass, you know, I really like them. Mm-hmm. And if it were to be Team, I would be very happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just for the sake of argument, I'm going <laughs> to pick somebody else. Okay, okay. And I am going to actually pick Cesar Pass. Okay. And the okay. reason why I'm going to pick him is for a couple of different reasons. Okay. Number one, I think this winning this year in was huge. Yes. This it was going to be the largest tournament ever won for either one of them. But since Cece Pass did it, and he and and he and because he didn't blow team out, because he actually stayed in there and battled and won mm-hmm. in a third set, I think he's going to carry this over into 2020. Right. Um, and it's going to be like a launching pad for him. Mm-hmm. The other thing, we've already heard with his comments. Now, granted, you know, we <laughs> always say, you know, things can sometimes be misconstrued in translation. Yeah. But maybe it's not. Maybe in his mind, he's already thinking of the big three yeah. in his rearview mirror, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, belief is one of the first things that needs to happen before you can ascend to some of those, you know, kind of heights, right? right? And so clearly, he already has the belief. I also think there is a special thing that he's got with his father. Yes. From a coaching standpoint. I agree with that. Um, and I think it's just getting stronger and better. 
I do think he has an all-court game. Yes. I Even though he still is not the greatest on grass, mm-hmm. I think he is probably the best on grass out of the four that we're talking about. I would agree with that. Um, I uh, And since the majority of the year is on hard court, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's obviously <laughs> very good with that. So, um, not disagreeing necessarily that it might be team, but I'm gonna put my money on CC Pass. I think I honestly I I can't I can't see anything wrong with that bet. And and I and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a step further. Yeah. It would not completely surprise me if it's Medvedev. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. right. I probably would be most surprised yeah. with Zara. That, same here. Right. Same here. I still feel like he's the one that kind of has a, the most holes right. that really need to be worked through. Even though he had the solid, you know, year mm-hmm. last year and he's kind of gotten himself hopefully right this year. I still feel like there's a few elements that are just kind of cracks in the foundation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and that serve is something you've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the little, uh, he had a, a post on, I think it was on Instagram and it was him holding a sign and it said, I will hit double faults. <laughs> I did not see that. No. <laughs> or I will serve double faults. <laughs> okay. So he's just like, look, y'all, this is just going to be here. He, he should have he made a copy of that sign and gave it to FAA <laughs> and let him take his picture with it, too. But, um... Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but the thing with Sasha is, and this is what happened in his match against... Uh, who was he playing? I think it was a team. Anyway, he ended up double faulting the second set away. Yeah. And that's, that's really where mentally it starts messing with you. Right. So that's why, for me... He's got the most cracks to feel, but I still believe what you're saying. I still feel like he's definitely in that conversation for winning right. a Grand Slam. He, I, he's, he, he'll, he'll be, he'll, he'll get himself right. And just because I just won't let this subject die, <laughs> okay, Marsha, love me for it. Well, you know, when you talk about the big three yeah. and you talk about the next four, you know, me once again going back to Stan. Yeah, he will be look. Stan is one of the best big match Grand Slam competitors we've seen. Yes, yes, sir. All of his Grand Slam titles have come over. Over like the what? big three. <laughs> right. Over the big three. Right. I think two of them might be against two, Djokovic. Two against Djokovic. Yeah, one. and one against Nadal. So, look. Mm-hmm. He get his ranking right, get some decent draws. Yeah. I mean, not like underwear, <laughs> but like some, some different tournament, <laughs> some decent tournament brackets. Yes. Uh, that... <laughs> he so crazy. No, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> He's a threat. I agree. In yes. any of those big tournaments as well. I completely agree. Yeah, now that he's back healthy, you can never count Stan out. No. Stan Stanimals is is yeah, Stanimals is rough. Right. Yeah, he'll jump on any of the guys that we were talking about. <laughs> like, am I scared of you? Right. <laughs> this Dude, my thing. Yeah. Wait a y'all talking about what head back then? Don't y'all know I brought that? <laughs> I brought that. No. <laughs> let me tell you. Come on now. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, man. No, no, no. I agree with you though. And and it'll be interesting next year to see kind of where Andy Murray kind of fails. Yeah, yeah. Because you exactly. know he's gonna be trying to scratch back into, you know, get his name yeah. back in the conversation. So I agree. I'm, I'm excited about that personally. Look, I love it. It's gonna be popping. It's gonna be popping, dude. It's I mean, gonna be popping. Oh, it's gonna be so good. So yeah, I think we need this this break. <laughs> right. So yeah. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put that question out on social media. All right. And we'd love to hear your thoughts, listeners. Yeah. You know, who do you think 
of that big four will win the next grand slam. Or maybe there's somebody we're not considering. Maybe mm-hmm. you think it's going to be Berrettini. Yeah, maybe you think it'd be Shapovalov or somebody like that. I don't know. <laughs> but maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We respect whoever you decide to throw out there. It's all yeah. right, folks. It's all no right. No matter how realistic or unrealistic <laughs> your suggestion may be. Shame on you. Hey. <laughs> So, speaking of people who who, who got realistic, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had some yeah. uh, some retirement announcements. Some retirement come out. announcements, yeah, yeah. And um, we had some folks that were like, you know what? I'm 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 good. I I've, right. I've done my thing, and and I'm ready to you know call it a day and move on to some different things. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and a few people we knew about because right. Carrera did it earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and you know, I think uh, I think I had known about Max Mirny, who is a doubles player, so mm-hmm. he had kind of kind of stepped away. We knew about Radic Stepanek because he mm-hmm. had actually joined uh, Djokovic's camp crew, right? camp for for a little bit. Um, so well, he so got those, the boot. yeah, those are some of the known folks. But you know, I, the one that of course is you know the freshest, I guess, for me is the fact that Tomas Burdick is is retiring. <laughs> And, I mean, Tomas is, I mean, like I said, that dude has had a fantastic career. He has. Check yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, just just hitting the felt off the ball. Right. Big dude. Always in really good shape. Mm-hmm. You never saw Tomas out of shape, boy. He was right. always up in there like, look, I'm bringing the fitness. And so, for a big guy, I feel like he just he just did his thing, man. He was mm-hmm. constantly in the top, top ten, mm-hmm. top five at times. Competed yep. for a couple grand slams. Didn't quite get over the hurdle, unfortunately. Because, nope. uh-uh. again, you got the big three, and they stingy. Yeah. They stingy. <laughs> they real stingy. They real stingy. So, they but, man, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, man, but yeah, Tomas was one of my guys, man. I, I actually liked him, and I liked how he played. I mean, just he was just straight up power, man. Right. And I think everybody loves Bagdadis. <sighs> You know, my God. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it was sad to see him go. Yeah, um, it was getting sad still seeing him play. Yeah, but well, he was um, taking some L's. Yeah, unfortunately for him. But so he's moving on the right time. And yeah. Omagro, I yeah. used to really like Omagro. Nico Omagro, yeah. right? Right? I liked his game. Yeah, I liked him. I liked. He was fiery. He yeah, was he was fiery man. He got about there and he was like, look. I ain't going down easy. Right. You you gonna be in for a fight when when you get on court with me. Right. I like Nico. But you know who the shocker was for me, and it, it wasn't even on the men's side. It was uh, Subakova. Man, you at thirty, t- you told me that, and I was shocked. Yeah. I was really shocked because I didn't think she was at all thinking about retiring. Right. I loved Lisa Subakova. Well, apparently she's been having a reoccurring issue with her Achilles, <sighs> and uh, I guess she just kind of was like, you know Man. what, I've. I've done this long enough, you know. Yeah. Um, but she, look, I used to remember, you know, her against Sharapova. Oh my yes. <laughs> Ain't but five foot nothing. Ain't, five I foot don't three. even know if she five feet. Is she five, five feet? Five foot three. Look, 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 just put her in your pocket. I yeah. mean, just, but I tell you what, she always came with game. Yeah, she with did. With fire. She jumped on the court like, listen, women, ain't nobody scared of you. I got some game. You may think I'm small, but I'm going to put them things on you. Right, right. Man, I love me some Dominica Sibokova, man. Who, we who miss her. Who kind of reminds me of her as a Putin favor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feisty. Yeah. <laughs> How she was putting them things on Naomi Osaka. <laughs> so Naomi got right. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Very, very similar game. Uh-huh. But, yeah. 
And then, although they have not retired yet, right. we have found out that this will be the last year for the Bryan brothers. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and that honestly is 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 huge news because right. the Bryans are are just. I mean, they. You talk about Federer and Nadal. The Bryans put doubles on uh, really mm-hmm. on the map. I mean, mind right. you, you've had McEnroe and you've had some of the big teams play, but I don't know that any of them had that global of an impact like the Bryan brothers. Right. I mean, they they just, you know, they personified doubles for mm-hmm. the last maybe 15, 20 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they've just been incredible for USA Tennis. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it was it was pretty, pretty, it, it was, I, I, you hate to use the word shocking, but, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, wow, the Bryan brothers are going to retire. Now, let me ask you a question here. So, yeah. I'm assuming they're wanting to retire together. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, because I thought Mike still had a little something left in him. Well, and you would have thought that. They were talking about that on the Tennis Channel because I think they even asked him. Because, you know, when Bob got hurt and Mike joined up with Jack, Jack Sock and they was wrecking shop. And yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but Mike seemed to be very much like, nah, man, I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to call this and... He was, you know, very much with his brother. Like, no, we we came into this together, and yeah. we're going out together. That's cool. You know, yeah. And so he was he was very much on board. So yeah, yeah man. Because I used to think that was going to be the case for Venus and Serena, yeah. even though they didn't really come in together. Venus, right. Venus truly set was first, right. and then Serena came. Yeah. But I have a feeling that Venus is going to leave before Serena. Was. Yeah, I'm like you. I think Venus actually, even though she hasn't said anything, I think Venus might be out next year. I think so too. Whereas I think Serena actually may hold on for a little bit longer. Right. I, a lot of people are saying, "Yeah, she gonna gonna go out after 2020." I don't know. I, don't, I I think it's going to depend a lot on how she does in the Grand Slams for 2020 and right. the Olympics. Because if she's still competing, and hopefully she's going to be able to add to her Grand Slam tally. But I, I believe that she 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 really wants to get to that 25. Let me tell you what, knowing Serena. Mm-hmm. She knows what next year is. Yeah. Next year is her one opportunity to tie Steffi Graf and getting a golden slam. Man, that's true. So I think if she pulls that off, oh, she God. could end she would end oh. at 2020. Yeah. Now, I don't think she will. Right. Even though I'm gonna be voting for her too. Oh yeah. But you know that has to be the biggest goal for her. Absolutely. This year. Yeah, yeah. I you think know. in years past. We could have seen, you know, certain players contend for that golden slam, if you mm-hmm. will. I think next year, to me, I just it would be an un it would just be unbelievable for anyone on the women or men's side right. to pull off a golden slam. Because right. to me the competition level is so ridiculous. I just can't see one player having such a dominant season and being able to take all the grand slams. And I want to remind the listeners yeah. that I predicted like six months ago. Yep, yep. And 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 y'all can throw egg at me <laughs> if it doesn't come true next year. But I have gone on the record as to say Rafael Nadal will not win the French next year. 
I, I don't disagree with that prediction. I really don't because I just think that and and unfortunately for him, I have a feeling that if he doesn't, they're gonna of course tie it to the whole marriage thing. Uh, we don't blah wanna... blah blah. You know how they did Pete Sampras. <laughs> yeah, he, he went with Bridget and then he started didn't do anything at Wimbledon. And they started jumping up on her. I it's right. not right, but you know it's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Like Whitney said, it ain't right, but it's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Speaking of Bridget, no, I'm just we won't go to the Whitney Houston because <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all that I tell you that interview anyway. Anyway, we're not gonna drag Whitney up in here, but we love you and we miss you. So anyway, yeah, yeah, man. So interesting uh, end of 2019. Um, so listeners, let me tell you what we'd like to do for you. Hey, so. Um, Isaac and I are going to go off and try to enjoy these next six weeks. and uh, Because what you don't know is, yes, you hear us on the podcast. Yes. Uh, but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and doing mm-hmm. these shows and, you know, being behind the company and, yes. and all this kind of stuff. So it is. you may think, well, what? They just get together once a week and record this episode. Uh it's, it's, it's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. And so uh, we're actually <laughs> looking forward to these next six weeks off. But what we're going to do is while we're off, mm-hmm. Isaac, myself, and Chester, our producer, mm-hmm. we're each going to pick what was our favorite episode from this year. And we're going to highlight it. Um, Sometime within the next six weeks. So you'll be able to hear what each one of us thinks was our favorite (laughs) episode of the year. And if you didn't hear it the first time around, uh, here's an opportunity for you to listen to it. Even though all of our episodes are listed on the website, at least you can listen to the ones that we thought were the best. And when we say were the best, probably the ones where we had the most fun. <laughs> right. They probably gave very little information. <laughs> <laughs> they were entertaining they to were us. They were entertaining to us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, folks. So we want to bring that to you. Hopefully, you know, you'll find some enjoyment in the episodes that uh, that we thought uh, we showed out a little bit. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it should be, should be fun. So we want you to, to stick with us and... Uh, like I said, we'll be going into 2020, and man, no time. Yes. No time. And once again, we're going to be out there next year. I know Ooh. we will have a presence at three of the four Grand Slams, yes. uh, at two of the Masters, the Masters and Tier 1 Series. Yep. Um, and uh, I think we're also going to try to make sure we're at Labor Cup. Oh, yes. Oh, for, for next sure. Next year. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to be out there and we're going to be giving you the behind the scenes where we can and giving it to you just the only way brothers on tennis can. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. So, with that, we thank you for for your listening. Continue to listen. Tell your friends about us. Um, But we are going to take this very well-deserved break (laughs) and we're going to come back fresh at you at the beginning of the year. So from for the final sign off for 2019, this is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Y'all be safe out there.